It seems like only two weeks ago that we were at El Salvador Finca Argentina. We should get more up to date on this. So just a couple of weeks ago, we talked about Alejandro and we had a little bit of a blast to the past to episode 193. So it's probably about time that we updated that information. Um, so while I was in El Salvador this year, um, Andy, who used to be a head roaster here before uh, he left to go and live in the United States, um, was actually at the farm with me and is the cameraman. So blame him for wobble cam this time. And we just talked a little bit about the farm, where it's at, where he's at, um, and you get to see some beautiful views as well. Ding, we're ready to go, and then when we finish, you ding it again. Okay. That's your job, Bobby. Thanks. There we go. It's, already, it's already rolling. We're listening to all this garbage you're coming out with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Take two. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to In My Mug. This week, we're on Finca Argentina, joined by a familiar face to viewers, Mr. Alejandro Martinez. Hey. Hey, Ali. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How's everybody? I'm sure they're fine. This is yeah. in the future, so. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we're here on Finca Argentina. Um, for those who don't know you and don't know the farm, first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're from, your background, and then tell us a little bit. Sure. So I'm Alejandro. Uh, I grew up all over. Um, I grew up in Ecuador, Costa Rica. Finally landed here in 07. I spent some time in the US as well, uh, working in uh, financial services. And then uh, when I landed here in 08, my dad had inherited Think Argentina, basically, from my grandfather, who bought it in 1974, I believe. And um, he wasn't sure what to do with it. So I came around, looked you know, at the farm, and then uh, met Steve, started getting involved in coffee, and things have progressed since then. So we sell the coffee to Steve, he loves it. I hope you guys love it too. And we've been doing this now for a while, right? For yeah. like close to 10 years. And uh, so the farm's broken down into different tablons. Right. Uh, tell us about the different tablons and the varietals on those tablons. So a little bit more about the farm is an average of 250 meters above sea level. So we have some tablons that are higher than that and some that are lower. And uh, so we basically have San Jorge, Fincona 2 and Fincona 1 on this side of the farm. And then on this side of the farm, we have Huachicoli, Stilettas, and Los Mangos that's over there. And and if you just go down there, you can see the Gashipalim uh, there. It looks, if you don't see any coffee trees, they, they did massive pruning, and there's a lot of wind today. Uh, we've lost a lot of foliage. And right here is Huachicoli, that you can see we replanted this one, and it's looking really nice. It's got some Kenya trees. So it bloom as well, so the flower yeah. and the into the cherry. And then in the background is uh, Los Mangos. Down here, it looks really awful, and we're trying to uh, probably next year we're gonna 
put in brand new trees and try, try to get it up to up to uh, standards. So what varietals do you have in the box? You have quite a few different ones, don't you? So yeah, when we started, we only have bourbon and some category. And uh, right now we have Abitz and Jorge, we have some yellow pacamara and red pacamara that we got from, well, the yellow pacamara we got from our friends uh, in Nicaragua, the nourishes, yep. through Steve. Uh, here in Huachipelin, we put H1, which is an F1 hybrid. And we also have some yellow bourbons, orange bourbons, uh, Ica 2. Um, we still have some Calimors here in Fincona 1 uh, and the Macarena trees. So if the cameraman can show, you can see the big green trees, the tall ones, those are Macarena trees that are, provide, are supposed to provide shade to the coffee trees, but they really don't. Uh, it's just a way of diversifying crops. And then um, what else we have? We, we've kept some of the Bourbon as well and the Calimor. So, so tell us a little bit about how you work on the farm because you're really not into like using chemicals and spraying with like you know harsh stuff and and what have you so what kind of things do you do for fertilizer and to combat things like leaf rust which is obviously a problem here in el salvador so um there's your traditional farming which is applying fertilizer applying chemicals and we're trying to move away from that and uh, we're full-on organic uh, with the fertilizer that we do on the farm, on the new lots as we replant. Just a disclaimer, organic practices rather than organic certified. Oh yeah, correct. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I don't want you guys to think it's all organic, because it is organic, oh. but you don't have somebody coming around with a clipboard and see it. Right. Sure. Uh, so, we do the fertilizer, we call it Bokashi, which is a low uh, temperature fermentation of different things that we put in there. So we put chicken litter, we put coffee pulp, mainly. You didn't call it chicken litter earlier. <laughs> we call it chicken you'll be, peep. So, you'll be so polite up here. Anyway, what's happening? So we have chicken, chicken peep, and then we, you know, we have uh, coffee pulp. We also put ground charcoal, which is great to improve the soil quality. And we also have ground rock with rock powder or rock. Uh, uh, oh, well, anyway, I forgot the term that you would use. But um, and then we have microorganisms, and that's what we to put on all the trees so we do about five pounds of that per year ideally i would like to do more but it's just to get it done uh, so we actually outsourced some of it this year we found another producer that uh, has a uh, 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 cow ranch and he ends up having a lot of cow beep and then he uses that to make his own sort of organic uh compost type of cashi so we're gonna mix it we're gonna Apply ours, so five pounds, or we're going to complement with additional from that. Um, and then we use our foliar sprays that are really cheap, so we actually make them. We, um, so like from natural kind yeah, of ingredients? We, we add minerals to our foliar sprays, so if we want, uh, basically we in these barrels we have uh, ferment, we ferment uh, the liquid and we add the minerals and that helps and we mix what we want and it's like we want to apply uh, borum and zinc and some calcium we grab the different liquids from each barrel we mix them and that that would be our mix so yeah well we, we're trying to get uh, organic uh, practices in throughout all of the farm there's some areas that we still we still use fungicides for leaf rust controls uh, some other ones we don't at all because the plants that we have put in there are rust resistant so but kind of sparingly when needed not when needed everywhere and then when we sometimes we also use organic um, fungicide so it's, um, it's, it's, it's 
it's an organic fungicide that we do, so we use that one as well. Uh, we don't use insecticides, we don't use herbicides at all, we just control everything with weed whackers and manually, and we think that it helps improve the quality of the coffee, so that that's that's why we like it, and also because I don't want, I'm very conscious about the environment, I, I you know, I, I feel we need to do our best to keep the land as good as we found it, if not to improve it actually through the long run, so yeah. So like so often on these things we have like it's a bad news story and you know crops are down and all the rest like so shall we for once have a good news story? How's the yield been this year compared to previous oh, years? So the so the yield's been great. So last year was a down year for the farm and coffee tends to be biannual and what we're planting and uh, so this year we got the up year which has been great. And um, our goal is to eventually bring all the new tablones that we have replanted that are starting to come online. And as that happens, we're going to be able to replant more of the farm, and that's kind of what we're shooting for. So we'll be very happy this year. Next year probably is going to be a down year too, but hopefully it will be mitigated by all this new, new, new production that Steve has seen, and it looks fantastic. So it's good. Fantastic work. The farm looks amazing. It's the best it's looked. Um, and all of the visits, you can see the work that you've been doing year on year, and like. It's just so good to see kind of progressing and doing better. And I don't give you compliments very often, and it's on a camera, so there's evidence and everything. Uh, but no, really excited. Uh, we cupped the coffees yesterday at the mill. Really happy with what's going to be coming your way. So you're going to be cupping it. So um, we may as well go back to England, UK, so we can taste it and talk about the coffee there. Bobby, well, do you want to give it a ring? <coughs> Is that That's it? A cut. That was awful. <laughs> The green room, come. Be careful not to startle him, as he's uh, very easily scared. Oh no, Roland's on the forklift. Don't use it. Are you been trained to use that? Okay. Roland, do you have any facts about Alejandro Martinez? I do. As you'll know, we're very health and safety conscious here at Hasbeen. So is Alejandro, so much so that he had to take a photo when he chopped off his finger and put it on Instagram. It is my favourite Instagram picture ever. Okay, so we're back and we've got the Pilatus um, from Finca Argentina. Um, I am doing the Clever Dripper. Nothing clever about a Clever Dripper. Um, and I've gone for a fairly coarse grind on it. 20 grams of coffee to 300 grams of water. Thank you, I'm just going off camera to get this. This week's coffee comes from Audiophile Phil. Um, sorry, I'm very badly prepared this week. Um, thank you, Phil, for your picture, much appreciated. Please do keep them coming in on the hashtag has been um, and your picture can be on and you can tell all of your friends how successful you are and how life has come to the perfect conclusion. Ah, oh, it's chipped, but I'm still gonna use it. So this is my 49th Parallel mug. 49th Parallel are a roastery in uh, Canada. The Piccolo Brothers own it, um, and somewhere I'm a huge fan of. Their coffee is fantastic. If you ever find yourself in Canada and looking for a roastery, 
I wholeheartedly recommend them as people you should hit up. Um, beautiful coloured mug as well. So, into the coffee. So the first thing that hits you with this coffee is that it's really raisiny. It's got that dried fruit edge to it, which is just fantastic. It's incredibly clean. It's got big body, but there's no dirty flavors in there. Um, and it finishes, and I swear to you, like, look for it, you will find it, creme brulee. It has a creaminess, but it has that brain sugar kind of toastiness to it. It's super sweet, and with those raisins in there, it's amazing. Um, thank you for joining me. I am always grateful of your company. You're welcome anytime. But until next time, do remember, life is too short for bad coffee. Into the coffee that I can't remember what it is, so we better start again. Uh, oh, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Bad man.